Hey guys, I don't know if this is an episode of The Authentic Creative or if it's an episode of The Embodied Woman, but it's an episode for you. It's a message for the holidays. It's a mini-sode, if you will. It's actually something that I impromptu recorded on Instagram Live, and then I thought, oh, I actually want to share this on the podcast. Here is a recording of what I wanted to share. Hopefully you can excuse the tinny sort of sounding like I'm in a whole quality to this. You see, if you're an editor, I need you. I'm looking for a good intern. So, a couple things. One, I want to honor, acknowledge, and validate you for being who you are and showing up in the world as you are. It's a lot during the holidays. Everyone's kind of trying their best to just regulate their nervous system. And it's such a time... Hi, Mom. It's such a time of old wounds, right? Like, everyone has triggers and old wounds and emotions that are right on the surface during the holidays. It can be very activating in terms of feelings of loss, of feelings of disappointment, of feelings of depression, of feelings of separateness, of feelings of not enoughness. I feel like it heightens all the shadow just this time of year and also the expectations. We have so many expectations from society, from movies, um, from the you know the commercial culture of what's the perfect holiday, how we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to feel. You know, we're supposed to be jolly and happy. We're supposed to want to be together with family. We're supposed to um, have these kind of like perfect family moments. And I think it puts, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves of expectation, of expectation of how we should action. Um, We put a lot of expectation on ourselves of how we should be showing up and how we should be feeling and how other people should be showing up and how they should be acting. And there's not a ton in general, making generalizations, but there's not a ton of breathing room, if you will, for how people are really feeling or what's really going on for them or like just being able to just kind of maybe create your own expectations or your own traditions. So this year, what we did because of my brother's request, uh, one of my brother's requests was that we, he's just leaving me a message right now, that we um, did like a separate earlier Christmas today. And it was interesting because we were like, okay, well, we'll try this. And it did kind of take a little bit of the edge of the emotionality and a little bit of that pressure off of like having to kind of squeeze everything into the moment on Christmas day. So I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for the non-traditions that help us to feel like there's a little less pressure. Every New Year's, I always think, you know, ever since, I don't know, when that started, maybe in when I turned 30 or something, uh, maybe before that, I was like, yeah, maybe in my late, later in my 20s, I was like, I don't like this pressure of New Year's, like the expectations of it. So I think the more we can start to um, keep the traditions that feel good to our nervous system, that feel good to and nourishing and then maybe change and reinvent their traditions that feel like they put a lot of pressure and expectation on ourselves and how can we you know work things in a way that feels good to everyone um and it's not you know it's not personal 
I think there's just, there's just, everyone's dealing kind of with their own little mm, versions of how things have been for them growing up and the little inner child, you know? And that inner child is just like wanting to feel safe and to feel like everyone's having a good time. You know, and so I think as a recovering people pleaser, as a recovering codependent, that we go into these roles or sometimes we go into roles of like, like I noticed I was wanting to like make a lot of sarcastic jokes and I had to kind of try and stop myself from doing that Um, and just notice like, oh, how, what would it be like if I was just, you know, a little more quiet right now or just breathe or just notice like I'm you know, all the things that are going on for me and just take a moment and just see if I can be patient within myself. Because family dynamics, right? It's like it really tests our ability to stay regulated and to be with ourselves. I've have a couple of coaching containers with some girlfriends of mine that we coach each other on Voxer and you know, I've been hearing what's going on for them. And it's like, not just them, but the people around them that are triggered or going through their own dramas or what have you, like, it's, it's, it's a lot. And then of course, people are dealing with loss and who they're feeling sad about, like not being, that that not being around, um, or feeling lonely, you know, because they're wanting, they have that expectation of like, well, this is a time where I'm supposed to be surrounded by family. And so I feel lonely because I'm not with, I don't have the, the picture, the ideal Christmas picture that we see in the movies. I don't have that right now. And so therefore there's something wrong. So all of that expectation, I think, can be um, very difficult, very difficult. And obviously a lot of people go through some quite deep depression during this time of year. So I think it's really important, as always, to just be aware of where we're at within ourselves. And like, I think the best thing we can possibly do is take care of ourselves. Like one breath, one moment at a time, giving ourselves what we need. So this Sunday just for fun, but also for healing and for comfort and for somatic support and all of the things. For release, we're going to be having a mountain breathwork infused with Reiki class. As usual, our 9 a.m. class this Sunday morning, 9 a.m. So come if you want to come. If you've never come before, your first class is free. You can go on to sageandblushwellness.com and there'll be a little pop-up and it'll, if you put your email in, it'll give you your first class for free when you go to check out for buying a drop-in class, you can use that code. And um, it's on Zoom, 9 a.m. Sunday. So come and have your nervous system regulated. Come and release what you need to release. Any kind of expectations or family triggers or old wounds or sadness or feelings of separation or frustration or just wanting to like set intentions for the new year, whatever you're needing, just Go ahead and come, and we're going to, um, as a soul family, have a little healing, fun Christmas music, breathwork class together. And then we have um, class Tuesday night, Thursday night, going forward, uh, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. 
What else did I want to tell you guys? I think I'm going to... So one of the gifts that my brother got me and his wife Daphne got me is this box of emotions and it's 80 cards to make sense of your feelings and it's so fun I was we were joking around these categories so I think I'm going to use these categories as um, themes for our next several breathwork classes starting in the new year so we have zen so we'll do a class of the based on the theme of zen bliss enjoyment possibility that's one of my favorites i already have a couple playlists based on possibility or at least one ego i've got one already queued up for the for ego heat that's an interesting category that's a new category i haven't thought a lot about but i feel like i'm gonna do some research and see what they mean by heat um but i have some playlists in mind for that one heartache i've definitely got a couple playlists queued up for heartache angst yes loathing i was joking around that 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 it's not called self-loathing this is a category just called loathing and so um <laughs> um jake was saying oh well there's there's a subcategory of self-loathing but i think um that'll be an interesting themed breathwork class is the loathing one and then bitterness which in human design if you're a projector i believe that bitterness is or not just projectors but for certain people bitterness is how they know they're not in alignment mine for me as in my human design is how i know i'm not in alignment is if i feel frustrated um so that's the non the non self state is bitterness i know i think amber has that for hers is bitterness i remember from our um podcast episode that we had with alexandra cole where she was reading me and amber's um human design charts together like as a partnership and she was saying that amber's was bitterness when she's not in her alignment and then emptiness is the final one and jake and i have this he labeled it a box in our pantry that's like called like the emptiness of existence so these cards are so cool so we'll do some breathwork classes based on these here's like grief um that's under the emptiness one the confusion and pain of grief is so personal so unfathomable if we are lucky profound grief is something we'll experience only a few times in our lives so it is nearly always disorienting we may feel a debilitating shock we may experience a peculiar stiffness as if all emotion has been suspended there may be relief that a terminally ill loved one is no longer suffering gratitude that our burden of care is over there may be shame at these feelings too C.S. Lewis described following the death of his wife in 1950, experiencing a permanently provisional feeling. It doesn't seem worth starting anything. I can't settle down. I yawn. I fidget. I am beginning to understand why grief feels like suspense. We commonly refer to different stages of grief. Denial comes first, then anger, bargaining, depression, finally comes acceptance. These five stages of grief model can be traced back to the Swiss psychiatrist Elizabeth 
Kubler-Ross in the late 60s, we might increasingly wonder how helpful this rigid model may be. Kubler-Ross herself wasn't so sure. For many of us, moving from denial to acceptance involves more of an ebb and flow. For others, grief is an endlessly circular process, something we never really get over, even if we do learn to live with it. There was a quote that I saw recently that was like, the thing with grief is, or sadness is like at any point, a smell, a touch, a song, a, you know, any sort of sense-oriented sense, sense um, activation can just unexpectedly trigger that grief. And, it, and so back to what I was saying, circling back to what I was saying in the beginning is that I think that during this time of year, we can be extra have a heightened sense of sensitivity, sensitivity towards our grief in relation to whatever we're going, an extra heightened sense of expectation, an extra heightened sense of um, dysregulation. So this is my invitation to you to say, first of all, it's all valid. I think if we can give ourselves, and this is something I did learn from you, mom, is like, you know, if we can give ourselves space, if we can validate whatever the emotion is, if we can validate and give space to whatever's going on instead of feeling that we need to put layers of judgment around it. So giving space to invalidation, giving ourselves lots of golden suns, um, validation around whatever's coming up for our inner child and for our wounded parts and for our shadow aspects, like giving that all space and validation, just being like, oh, baby girl, baby girl, right? Um, that was, who was it? Danielle Savory, when we interviewed her recently, she's in Portland. Um, she was talking about how she talks to herself and she was like, oh, baby girl. And also Amber Cottle in her interview who was talking about how she talks to her inner child. And just, just that inner voice, that inner like reparenting of ourselves of like, oh, it's okay. Like, I got you. I know it's a hard time of year. I know there's a lot going on and like, we're just going to be gentle with ourselves. We're just going to forgive ourselves. We're just going to ride the wave, you know, ride the wave of whatever this is. And just, it's okay. Just be here with ourselves through, through all of it and be here. Let's be here for each other. You know, like let's reach out if we're needing help or if we're feeling like we need support, it's safe to reach out to someone that you, um, that you feel good with reach out and say, hey, I'm feeling that, sad or I'm struggling. It's, it's okay if we, we all go through our struggles. So I love you guys. Um, what else do I want to mention is uh, the membership. The Embodied Woman membership is coming up. We're starting January 2nd. It's Tuesdays at noon for one hour. So one week it's going to be Mountain Breathwork Infused with Reiki. One week it's going to be Empowered Dance led by Amber Sousa. One week it's going to be coaching because we both do coaching. And then another week is sharing. Oh, I cannot wait for this sisterhood experience. It's going to be so, so, so enriching, enriching, enlivening, um, supportive, validating. It's so important to be in community. So that's starting January 2nd. It's, it's a monthly membership. Um, it's, there's a link in my bio. So if you want to get in on that, that's Tuesdays at noon starting January 2nd. Go ahead and join the, the sisterhood, the Embodied Woman Sisterhood. And 
What else? Uh, we've got a retreat that's specifically this time only for the guests of the podcast. So if you've come on to the podcast, uh, we do have a retreat the first weekend in May, which is very exciting. Um, I just posted a reel about that, and we're going to have a boudoir shoot with uh, Tina. Um, what else do I want to share with you guys? Um, happy holidays. I'm sure I'll share more soon. Love you guys. Mwah. Merry Christmas. Amber Sousa and I, Siri Baruch Thornton, have been talking to you about the Embodied Woman Sisterhood. It's a membership that we're so passionate about creating this container because of how beautifully it has served us to be in groups like this. It's actually how Amber and I met in a group where women were coming together and doing the work on themselves and supporting and loving and encouraging each other. And so this is what we've created for you, bringing our unique gifts of dance and breathwork and meditation, Akashic wisdom and coaching to the Embodied Woman sisterhood so you can join that there's a link in the show notes and you know what else we're incredibly passionate about is we're working one-on-one with women as mentors guides coaches and facilitators for them if you're interested in learning more you can contact us siri at sageandblushwellness.com or amber at allami.com. That's A-L-L-O-M-I.com. Also in the show notes, we both have an abundance of life experiences and wisdom gained from having walked through the fire. Some really challenging times in life and coming to the other side. So we love supporting women. So passionate about it. Whether you're looking to be in a community or you're looking for more one-on-one support, we're here for it. We love you and we know that you are here to be the woman that you were born to be and we want to support you in doing so. So way to go for getting through that podcast way to go for giving yourself the opportunity to listen in on all these little insights and to have the opportunity to connect with a beautiful guest that we had today and i'm so grateful thank you so much for listening thank you so much for your time i really value the ability to be able to share this time with you i so look forward to connecting with you further and if you're interested in having your own mountain breathwork infused with reiki experience you can also reach out seriousageofblushwellness.com or you can just go onto sageofblushwellness.com website and get your first class free. You just type in first class free when you go to purchase the class. If this brought you value, please share with a loved one. Email, text them, share it on social media. You can tag me at Siri Baruch Thornton. And I look forward to you reposting your tag. Have a beautiful rest of your day and remember you are enough just as you are I am everything I want to be I am living out my destiny I am I am I am the embodied woman we took everything we know we turned ashes in